What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast. July 21st, I am here with a sober as a judge, Vince Russo. What's up, Sean Ross Sapp? No, what's up with you? Sean, can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. What, what, um, what, what, what nationality are you? I am American. No, but you like, know what I'm told. What, 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 are your, what are your roots? Where are your parents from? Uh, my parents, like, I think, they're, I think they're both from Kentucky. Pretty sure. You know what I'm talking about, bro. I'm just, I don't see I'm people just, like I'm, that. I'm trying to figure out what kind of, you know, your last name Sap. I'm just trying to tr- trying to figure out what that is. I've never done the genealogy thing. My grandmother is Native American. My other grandparents. Oh, okay, well there you go. Know. That is, okay, so your grandmother's Native American. Go ahead. And my other parents are white. That's really all I got. Well, you see, though, bro, now now that you say that, I can definitely see Native American in you. That's why I asked the question, bro. That's interesting. So your grandmother was, but not your grandfather? Uh, correct. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, my God, bro. You should uh, you should do some genealogy. I bet you there might be some really interesting history there, bro. I'm going to do that. I, I will do that, actually. Because uh, people in my family have wanted to do, you know, you send off the $100 with the, the swab and all that goofy stuff. And then you get that back. So, so Sean, your, your grandmother was Native American on your mother's side or your dad's side? Mother's side. So your mom has Native American in her. Yeah, but that's where it like stops. Like you can't tell by looking at her. If you were to see my grandma, you'd be like, "Well, okay." Yeah. If you were to see my mom, you would never suspect that. Really? Huh? So see, but but I can see, definitely see that in you. So I don't know. Maybe you passed a generation or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just as long as you don't call me Tatanka or anything nah, like that. No, nah, bro. I mean, I th- I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. I would want to find out more if I were you. Though. I bet you there's some history there, bro. I'm going to look into it. Now, I know one thing. You were smoking a peace pipe on Monday, Vince Russo, on the brand. My pipe right here, bro. The peace pipe, bro. Bro, listen. I say When, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it, bro. I said I was going to do it, and I did it. And I got to be honest with you, bro. As a total shoot, it definitely helped me. It 100% helped me watch Raw. Now, I, I want to go ahead. I want to expand on this further. Do you think it should be – well, I mean, it's not – it doesn't cause a suspension for WWE superstars. Yeah. Do you think that marijuana is something that more pro wrestlers should be allowed to use in order to cope with the damage that they put themselves oh through? Oh, my the God, absolutely. Bro, I just did an interview, and I'm sure you know, Sean, with Sean Morley, you know, Val Venus. And, bro, you know, yeah. anything you want to know about marijuana but was afraid to ask, ask Captain Cannabis – and he has studied this. Bro, the cool thing about him was, bro, he was addicted to painkillers. And every time he tried to get off, he was going through horrible withdrawals. So somebody smartened him up and said, bro, if you you know smoke a little marijuana, it will help you get through those withdrawals. And sure enough, he did. And it did exactly that. And, I mean, the guy's been swearing to it ever since. So, yeah, bro. I mean, come on. Bro, not for anything. I mean, here's the one thing it really does for me. It helps put me to sleep. 
the amount of time these guys spend on the road and traveling town to town. Bro, can you imagine being one of the boys and by the time you get to your destination after like an 18-hour day, you're all revved up and you can't fall asleep? You're going to tell me it's going to hurt a little bit to smoke a little marijuana so you could fall asleep? Come on, bro, we, we all need to grow up, man, you know? I couldn't imagine the rigors of being on the road to that extent. Like I do spot shows here and there, maybe three or four a year, three or four times a year I wrestle, and I feel it throughout the year. Uh, I spoke to Muhammad Hassan earlier in the year for that that feature I did, and uh, he's actually involved in this lawsuit, which I won't talk about that. But when I interviewed him, he wrestled for maybe four or five years, and he told me that 10 years after wrestling – Every time he shovels the snow, he's like, I remember that bump. I oh, remember yeah, this bump. No. Hey, Sean, I could tell you this, bro. This And listen, I was a writer. I wasn't a worker. You know, I was a, I was a wimpy writer. But, I mean, Sean, I could tell you this, man. Every week when I would go on the road, uh, you know, when I got home, the next 24 hours, like, I was just useless. I, I mean, I, I physically could not do anything because I was just exhausted and spent. Can you imagine these guys when they got to turn around and wrestle the next night? Yeah. That's it's crazy, bro, you know? And a lot of times it's even worse the day after that. Right. You have the, the two days as well. Yeah. Not necessarily a user, but I am an advocate of, of marijuana. So I, I hope that uh, some things get done. Kentucky always has an uphill battle with wrestling in general because it's regulated. But yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that, that's another conversation for a whole other show. I might talk about that, guys. I'll be back tomorrow. Actually, I may do it this afternoon, depending on how heavy the news is. I promised you all I would come back do a solo show, talking like NXT Cruiserweight Classic and all that stuff. But Vince, I guarantee you, you're watching that Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, bro, you? please. Uh, you know what? I just can't wait till I, bro. I, I don't. I don't need to say anything. This is all I need to say. We'll see what the numbers say. That, that's all, bro. That the, they're not watching Rollins versus Ambrose for the WWE title, but the masses are going to tune in for the Cruiserweight division. So I'll, I'll just let the numbers speak for themselves. I bet they do great ratings. How do you explain that, Sean? I would love to hear your spin on that. I, I, I was I could not believe the numbers went down for Ambrose and Rollins on Monday night, bro. There's yeah, no, there's either. no competition. There's no Spe- playoff. What, what, like seriously, Worth- what would you like? I, I don't even know what to contribute that to. I don't have an excuse. It was it was not a great show. It wasn't like the worst show I'd ever seen. It was just there. They were killing time until Tuesday. By the way, SmackDown yeah. viewership numbers beat Raw for the first time since two thousand and three. Yeah, and and that's I think that's going to happen quite a bit, Sean. With one, especially once Monday Night Football starts, I oh, yeah. I, I think that's going to happen. You know, more than people think. I hope it does. I hope it. I hope it lights a fire under both of them and it, and it creates something. Now I don't know if there are different. Writing teams for each brand, there need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, these two these two teams need to compete with each other. I hope Triple H basically gets a brand to – I hope they give him SmackDown and say, hey, you run things over here. Uh, the reason why I think they have the Cruiserweight division on Mondays is because they have three hours to fill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, traditionally they had that division on SmackDown for a couple of reasons – they were on the CW or UPN or something. You know, they wanted to draw in a Hispanic market. And uh, traditionally, you know, they had said that, you know, more Hispanic people watch the basic cable networks like the, the My Network TV, 
things of that nature. So that's that's why that was the case. Now they're on USA. Even playing field, really no reason to do that. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the cruiserweight division. They didn't draft a whole lot of names for that division. You have Xavier Woods, Enzo Amore, Finn Balor could be used for that. Uh, you know, Neville, people like that, but not really any obscure names. Kale- uh, Sin Cara, who we, we will be talking about in a little bit, uh, Vince, believe it or not, he's on that show. Kalisto is on SmackDown, and it's probably a good thing that he's on the two-hour show that doesn't require many promos. Did you see that promo that he attempted to cut on the Draft Center? No, I didn't. I, I, I have Man. to go back and watch that show because a lot of people were talking to me about the Cesaro thing, and I really need to see it. But, no, I did not see that. Well, Kalisto cut an all-time bad promo, and we've heard him on commentary. And I will say, I, I hate that I have to even preface this because we're talking, not talking about him as a human. He's a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've encountered him multiple times, uh, an angel of a person. Yeah. And I think maybe that, that might be his problem. Yeah. Is no, that he's a little too nice. Bro, I've seen that a lot, Sean. I mean, trust me, I mean, with the guys I work with in the past, I mean, you know, there were if they were nice guys and, you know, very low profile and softly spoken, man, sometimes it's not easy to pull that promo out of them. So I definitely get that. He he got frustrated and he said, I'm gonna go to SmackDown and do a good Eh, uh, a good lucha. And then he ran <laughs> off frustrated. And I was like, no, why? He's so good in the ring, but he's that's got to gotta go. But we're going to talk some Sin Cara. Did you hear about the fight that happened I, backstage? I heard a little. I did hear a little bit about the fight, bro. I heard that he, he got into fists of cuffs. With who again? Simon Gotch, yeah, the one yeah, with the mustache yeah, yes. from the Vaude Village. Yeah, I did read about that, yes. Now – Dave Meltzer also uh, mentioned this in the Observer newsletter, but I had mentioned on a previous podcast, Sin Cara beat the brakes off of him from the people I talked to. Really, my bro? Yes. Did- and Simon Simon Gotch got that job by being a really good technical wrestler, like like really educating himself on catches catch can wrestling, which is a very effective style. Does this surprise you at all? Oh, do, do, we, do we know what the fight was over? I, I've been trying to find out, and people have been remarkably quiet about this. Like, like I found out, I found out stuff about Roman Reigns' suspension easier than I did about this fight. But they are on different brands now. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was about. I know it was in catering. Yeah, so well, maybe well, first of all, I got to tell you, like that's kind of a death knell, man. Like you, you do not want to get in the fight in the back. You know, I mean, that's yeah. that that's not good as far as management is concerned. But also, bro, like you know, the fact that you say Gotch is a catches catch can, a technical wrestler, bro, bro. But on the other side of the coin, you have like crazy fighters. You know sure. what I mean, bro? You have you know, bro. You you do the MMA stuff. You know, just guys that may have a temper, and if those buttons get pushed, they become out of control. I did a podcast with Austin once, and Austin Austin thinks Vince McMahon would be like that kind of a fighter, where like yeah. if he really had to go, he would just freaking lose his mind and be nuts. So maybe maybe that's the type Sin Cara was or is. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they are on different brands. Um, plus, I mean, Sin Cara is a guy he portrayed Hunico on the WWE roster for a long time. Uh, had a direct line to. A guy named Haku for mm-hmm. there you, years. Yeah, there as, you go, bro. Wow, see, I did not know that. He had, he teamed, yeah, he teamed with uh, Haku's son for years. Interesting. So. There you go, bro. Maybe they train together. 
Yeah, uh, you never know. Uh, I would hope that Camacho, Haku's son, is a better fighter than he is a wrestler because, man, he ain't getting it done in wrestling. Well, I mean, he's he's a New Japan was a New Japan champion, so there's that. Um, so all in all, what did you think of your marijuana experience with Rob? It was great, bro. Because I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating. I'm just being totally honest. It it made me not care. Like, I just didn't care. I just sat there, and I just didn't care. I, I didn't get upset. I didn't get mad. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, bro. It, it gave me a nice little nap through the show. So I had to go back and DVR everything. That was nice. But, like, I just I didn't care, and that helped me. We'll also attack this week's wrestling news. Let's see what we have here. Roman Reigns' suspension is over, and it's rumored – that the substance in question was Adderall. Are you familiar with what Adderall is, Vince? A, a little bit, Sean, but I know you, you know, I know, you, you tell, tell me. Now, I, I, I do have ADHD, and I do not medicate myself for it. I find that it actually helps me with the fast-paced news world. Like, you know, I'm covering MMA, pro wrestling, and boxing. So I like having ADHD. It really helps. Uh, it, it allows me to balance all this stuff. Um, and you know, some people say, well, medication can make you focus. Adderall is one of those medications. It, that along with Stratera, I'm not sure how prevalent Stratera is anymore, but it, it's basically replaced Ritalin as the primary ADHD drug. Uh, you'll, you'll hear of a lot of college students staying up and all night and taking that. Actually, I had jokes that said uh, Roman Reigns must have had some crazy finals that morning or something like that. Uh, you'll you'll hear a lot of NFL players use it as an excuse because the NFL doesn't always disclose the substance because of HIPAA laws. So NFL players will say, well, I failed due to Adderall because it's like one of the least offensive substances mm-hmm. that you could fail for. It is a stimulant. If you don't need it, it can very much have a reverse effect. Like uh, it, it can, it can really mess with you otherwise. Um, this, you know, if this is the case, do you think that this is, you know, it's obviously much better than PEDs, Vince. Bro, was this what um was this what Adam Rose got busted for? Yes, and he posted his uh Yeah, bro, and let me tell you when he came on my show, he basically said that th- that made him a different person. Like that he could not fo- like bro, he said to me like he he couldn't read a page in a book. He said, and once he got on that, man, it made him a completely different person. That's, that's where I struggle with it, bro. If this stuff does, if it, if it does what it's supposed to do and it helps people out, I just, I don't, I just, bro, I, I, the whole drug testing thing, you know, bro, how, how much of it is for WWE to really cover their ass? But on the other side of the coin, if somebody is taking this and it's helping them live a better life, I don't, like, come on, man. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I tell you, I do have ADHD and I'll tell you what helped me out, Vince. Boom! I got, I knew you were going there on it. I knew you were doing that. So you didn't get me, bro. Yeah, you haven't gotten me in months. You you haven't gotten me, bro. You haven't got me in months, bro. With the segues, months. I'm bored with it. I'm bored with it now, bro. I bet. I bet. I bet. On it, Alpha Brain really helps me. I'm not bullshitting you guys. On it, Alpha Brain is what I use. I used to. I don't want to say temper my ADHD because I like it, but uh, it really helps me focus. It really helps my memory, especially. 
when I'm like looking to, to uh, you know, I'm writing a story, you got to remember like minute details. Also, it helps me like or recall words and things of that nature. It, it expands my vocabulary, which I don't really like to expand upon that much, but it does help, especially when I'm writing. Uh, on it, Alpha Brain, my favorite supplement. You can also go there, get T Plus, another great supplement from them. I always put over their kettlebells. I love kettlebell workouts. They have the coolest kettlebells I have ever seen. Go to our podcast page, click that link, and it'll open up a host of sales from Onnit for you. So check that out. Uh, I'm hoping that we will add a banner to the main page soon. But uh, happy to be working with our good friends at Onnit again. Um, supplements that people like Triple H, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, UFC fighter Rose Nama Yunus. They use. You'd like Rose Nama Yunus, Vince. Is that a dude? No, it's a chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would like it, M, probably. She's, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. Um, about 21, 22 years old. Beautiful girl. Just up and shaved her head. She said the shit was, she said, that shit was getting in my way during training, and I want to beat people up. Bro, you know what cracks me up, bro? Let me, if that you bring this up, Sean, I'll bring this up to you because this is, this is what cracks me up. Bro, what about the women's title in UFC flip flopping all over the place? Potato. Yeah, but bro, meanwhile, when you do that in wrestling, you, you get as a writer, you get criticized. And yeah. I used to sit there and I used to say, you, you mean to tell me that the, the title could not switch every single month? Like, like what, you know, that's what makes me laugh about freaking there, wrestling fans, bro. I think in wrestling, much like MMA, you have the special people like Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, John Jones, Anderson Silva, who should hold the titles for a long time. And then you have situations like the women's title, where some of these people, styles make matchups, styles make fights. Yep, yep I agree. They flip-flop, and they're out of there, and Ronda Rousey could be your next women's champion. It's very, very likely. I, 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 I never understood how flip-flopping a title diminishes the title. I never, To this day, I don't understand how people think that way. Well, I, I certainly won't advocate an every-night thing, but, I mean, I remember – and maybe I just wasn't on the internet as much. I was on some boards in like 99, but that era is remembered as a very fond era, like 98, 99 in WWF. And there were like three-month title reigns all the time, two months, one month. Right. All the everybody, time. everybody wanted the belts. The belts were important. And when you got a shot, you did your best to win the belt. Yeah. Other wrestling news this week. The draft, of course. Now, there were a few names that were brought up. Uh, now, <laughs> did you see these like these post-SmackDown selections and the order? I did, I did see them, yes. yeah. I got to give the Usos credit because they were the only ones that tried to cover the WWE's ass. They were the only ones on that show that hinted that this selection process might be random, which is probably what they should have done because if yeah. you're going to justify calling up some of the NXT names over some that are available. I don't know what's wrong with saying, okay, here are some ground rules. William Regal was allowed to protect a couple people. Also, in order to be drafted, you've had to be at the Performance Center for over a year because, you know, we, we got to make sure these people are established. I don't Because other than that, you're good to go. Um, William Regal could have protected Bailey and Samoa Joe because they are his cash cows. And the likes of Nakamura, Bobby Roode, Austin Aries, the reason they're not getting called up is because they haven't been there for a year. 
and that's not mandated, but just for this draft. Alexa Bliss got called up. Are you familiar with her? Yes, I drafted I her. Yeah, I am. I drafted her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm and by the way, bro, one. speaking of the draft, like you, bro, did you railroad me with that supplemental draft? What a freaking joke. Well, uh, I, I woke up the next morning, you sent me the supplemental draft, bro. I'm like, right right there, it, it was over. It was, uh, it was done. All right, bro. I got homered. I don't, why, why were you in charge of the supplemental draft and not me? You are not going to do that supplemental draft. You're right. I wasn't. You're right. That's exactly. Good. I think we used a combined one person off of those supplemental drafts. So, Bro, I just I loved, I loved the fact that I, I drafted Sami Zayn and he didn't make my WrestleMania card. That's all I, I care to- about, bro. That's all I care about. So, guys, here was, here was my plan. I tried to swing a trade with Vince. And I was at an NXT event, and Vince was trying to hardball me on Sami Zayn. And I knew he wasn't going to use him. I was going to make Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens team up as the odd couple and face the New Day for the tag titles. Then I was going to have American Alpha in that NXT versus Attitude Era match. By the way, boy, did I ever destroy you? Oh, bro. Bro, listen, it it was obvious to everybody. You played to the the, the IWC geeks with your picks. and Bro, I swear to God, I looked at your WrestleMania card. I never even heard of some of those guys. So I'm going to buy WrestleMania, bro, to watch people I never even heard of. Come on, bro. You played to the audience, bro. You drafted who they would have drafted. Everybody was eligible. Everybody was eligible to vote on this, not just IWC nerds. I hate that term, Vince. Everybody has the internet. We'll call them Nimrods then, okay? People have heard of Braun Strowman. People have heard of him. People have heard of Baron Corbin. People Bro, know it who doesn't he is. matter if you heard of them or not. As when you see them, they're impressive. So when you see them, a casual fan is going to say, "Who's this guy?" I had Big Show what, versus what, Shaq. When on I mine. see, when I see, when I see, uh, 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 Sami Zayn. You know what I'm going to say? Taxi, yo. That's what I'm going to say. The when only I, when, name when, when, you... when I see when I see Kevin Owens. You know what I say? Hey, bro, you forgot to trim the the edges. You forgot to trim the edges over here. That's what I'm going to say, bro. When I see Braun Strowman, I know he's somebody. Vince, you realize that you are the IWC nerd now. You're you're on camera every week bitching about pro wrestling. Yeah, bro. The only, you're him. The only difference between me and everybody else is I make damn good money doing it, bro, unfortunately. So, so do I. So yeah. we, we, we have that as well. Um, so Alexa Bliss. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of her recent work. She did a, fa- a heel turn a few months ago with Blake, uh, probably about a year ago. She was this this little fairy that th- threw like pixie dust and sparkles and all this. She went heel, and man, her game just went up. She went from a girl who looked like she would struggle in developmental to a girl who looked like she would thrive on the main roster. Very thrilled to see her. Now, Vince, I have to ask you, what is Vince McMahon's fascination with screwing up wrestlers' relationships? And uh, it, it's it, bro, we talk, I talked about that yesterday with my buddy Jeff Lane. That, that bro, if you don't think that's person that that's not uh, um, 
purposely done. You're out of your mind. That is purposely yeah. done. That bro, th- th- this is what I don't like about the WWE, bro. And it's always been this way. It was there when I. It was like this when I was there. They just like screwing with people, bro. They it's just so like stupid. It is. They 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 like screwing with people because they can. That you know they they get a big laugh, a big ha ha. And at the end of the day, it's so freaking immature. It's not even funny, bro. The the these guys, you know, they they give their bodies, they give their lives to the freaking company can, can you let them spend time with the people they love like honestly is it that funny to you that okay we're gonna put uh we're gonna put Paige here and del rio over here and we're gonna put kaz here and carmela bro they're such freaking babies that's what i, I can, hate about it man i saw del rio's like draft speech and i was heartbroken for the guy heartbroken for him because you could tell he was trying to uh to be excited he was trying his best, but you could tell almost just see what was on his mind. You yeah, know, his girlfriend is on another brand. They purposely do that, bro. That that that's how they get their shits and giggles, and it's it's so freaking immature. It's it's such a it. level of immaturity. It's not even funny, bro. I absolutely hate it. Uh, Big Cass and Carmella split yeah. up. Yeah, I mean they were already split up, but split up even further. Yeah. Alexa Bliss and her boyfriend Murphy. I mean, she Murphy wasn't coming up. He just probably wasn't coming up. Maybe he will in the tag division eventually, but that that one's not as egregious as some of them that I saw. But I was like, why? Why do you do this? What's because the they thing? can. They can. That's why. Because they can, bro. That the, bro. That 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 the, that's people with egos, and and they've they they've been that way since I was there. So I mean, I mean, and I know long before that they were that way, but. Uh, it's it's just so immature, bro. Please, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this draft center. Carmelo went to SmackDown last. Now you mean to tell me that they couldn't have put Alicia Fox on SmackDown instead of Cam- Carmella? Alicia Fox, who is very good in the ring and you know more experienced than Carmella, and SmackDown desperately needs a little bit of that. Bro, I hate to break the news to them, honestly. Alicia, Fo- you know, with, with Nikki Nikki out and Brie gone. Alicia Fox is probably the hottest freaking girl they have. Now, I'm all for, you know, Charlotte's a great worker. Becky's a great worker. I'm all for great workers. You could put one hot girl on the show. And and Alicia Fox is probably the hottest female they have on the roster, maybe outside of Lana. But she, well, she, I put her on the show. They got Alexa Bliss. I think they'll be doing all right. Um. Bro, does your fiance know you're talking like that about Alexa Bliss? You see, I, bro, I've been married for 33 years, so my wife don't care. You're not even married yet, and you're all googly over Alexa Bliss, bro. Well, really? my my fiance knows Alexa Bliss. I mean, we we met her, we've interviewed her, so and that makes it even worse, bro. I, I shouldn't say no, as in like they pal around. They, they, you know, my fiance uh, goes to the Arnold Classic and helps me with coverage. Actually, she takes notes for me. Um, She'll like if I do interviews, she'll film interviews and things like that because I don't want to drag a team member along and she wants to go anyway. And we met Alexa Bliss. She was incredibly kind. Don't you think it might be a good idea to keep the fiance away from the wrestling business, bro? It's the Arnold classic. She's going to go anyway. All right. Remember, remember I told you that, bro. Hey, you're not going to see me dragging her. Like if I'm going, if I'm going to Cleveland to cover the CM Punk fight. She ain't going to be there. Ain't going to be there. Uh, but, like, I don't mind taking her to an NXT show that I'm taking in to enjoy. Like, she went with me last Friday, uh, 
and we just enjoyed the show. I, I don't mind doing that because she does like wrestling uh, to an extent. And bro, what is this we can't – like seriously, is there a rule or something at NXT events that you can't use your phone? Um. Okay, so you're not supposed to live stream there. That's that's really it. Uh, you can't take in long lens cameras, which sucks because I would, I wanted to get some pictures for the site. You know, as as I'm sure you've you've known in the past, Vince, getting owning pictures is important for a well, website. Bro, let, let me let me ask you a question. Now, here's what I don't understand: what would what, would they not want the publicity? See that that's how the WWE is. You know, it's, it's like, bro, I don't care. I don't care who you are. No publicity is enough publicity. No, but but they don't they don't need the publicity, bro. Why, why wouldn't you want people bringing in long lens cameras and putting NXT pictures all over the internet? Like I don't. That that's what I mean. They do they do crap because they can. You know. Fortunately for me, the good people at the Arnold Classic every year credential me and and my fiance. They credential both of us as photographers and writers and i'm able to get a ton of stuff like because triple h and arnold always show up there too and like one year they had hogan and rick flair so i'm able to get pictures they are in a very important resource to a website like ours that you know we don't want to you know go out and spend thousands of dollars on photo subscriptions when a lot of these photos i can go take now mma fighters it's much more difficult because you're never going to have an entire roster of MMA fighters in one place. Right. But pro wrestlers, I'm able to get a giant roster of them in one place. Um, so, yeah, they, it, it's kind of weird. I was able to take some video, and they do cool things at NXT events, Vince. They do. They did, like, a little curtain call last week with some of the, the call-ups. And, you know, it, videos like that blow up, and it makes people a little more interested in NXT. I, I don't get why they don't allow that. Now, Mojo Rawley got called up, Vince. I have what, no, what do you make I, of it? I have no idea who that is, bro. That's because you ain't hype. I'll say this. He isn't ready, but he's as ready as he'll ever be. He tags with Zack Ryder in NXT, but it was reported this week that Zack Ryder's former tag team partner, Kurt Hawkins, is also rejoining WWE. We're going to get the lowest of the low-card feuds. Zack Ryder being pulled. like You know, remember how Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, they pulled that, that championship back and forth between them and that cheesy yeah, ass? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have these two guys pulling their, their tag team partner in between them, I hope. Bro, you know what the sad thing is? With all due respect, what does it matter who goes where if the writing is still going to suck? Who like who freaking cares, bro? Zach Ryder, Mojo Harrison, bro. Um, if the writing still sucks, nothing is going to change. That's why I'm not. You know, I watch the draft. I, I'm like, okay, great. It doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm not going to get excited over what the fake matchups could be for a fake fight, unless the creative changes. None of that matters. I, I completely agree, and I hope this. This spurs some competition. Now, you know, we we heard Shane McMahon talk all about this change, this change, this change. He drafted a lot of veterans, which, you know, drafted. It was predetermined. Um, Do you think they're going to shoot the show different on SmackDown? Do you think there will be any noticeable changes? No, absolutely not, bro. And if I'm wrong, I will be the first one to come out here and say I'm wrong. But Shane McMahon showed up five months ago 
And we heard about all those changes. So you're going to tell me, okay, they, they waited five months for the draft to, before they made changes. Meanwhile, every, every week, every month, they continue to lose more and more and more of an audience share. So no, until they show me something, and I will be the first one to say, you know what, I was 100% wrong. But until they show me something, I don't, I don't believe we're going to see change. I, I hope they do. Like I said, I hope this is the catalyst, but ugh. Ugh. now each one of these brands is going to have to put out seven, eight match pay-per-views. I don't think we're going to see the expansive pre-shows as we had previously, probably on the big shows like SummerSlam, um, Survivor Series, if that is indeed a big show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they... they Without calling up the likes of Bailey or Samoa Joe or Shinsuke Nakamura, it's it's going to be a little bit more work. There are rumors that the next batch of call-ups is in like October, but um, so, you know some of these are going to require a little more help. Now, what I'll what I'll ask you, Vince, with the names that they took, I mentioned the five names that really they have for that cruiserweight division on Raw: Neville, Xavier Woods, Enzo Amore, maybe Finn Balor, and Sin uh, Cara. Would you put one of those names, and I'm probably Sami Zayn, how would you start that off? Because you have to start it off, you know how they always do. They start off and act like something is important, then they give up on it a few months in. But how would you start it off in order to at least try to get it over, even if you don't think it will get over? Well, you know, Sean, let me ask you this. Do you really believe it's going to be a division? Or, bro, do you believe it's going to be more like the classic where they're going to just bring a lot of guys in and have a great X division or a cruiserweight match and it's going to be one and done? I mean, that that, that that's what I think it's going to be. I, I cannot see them having a division with guys and characters and stories. I mean, this is all about the match. So, like, I would think they're probably going to do what you know wcw did 20 years ago and you know bring in a lot of guys and just have a one and done that's what that's what i would think it, it, this is going to be a very interesting thing to see are they going to do a title for i mean they they would have to do a title you would think um and i'm okay if they add a title like that on a three-hour show i'm also wondering about the ramifications of superstars and main event i can't believe i'm saying that uh, but with less screen time, I mean, I wonder if those shows become more important. I can't imagine anybody wanting to watch those, especially when you can go to Fightful.com and check out uh, our own Alex's recaps of them, which are much better than the show. He makes it very entertaining. Like I've told people, you can get a show recap anywhere. You can only get Alex and Ryan's recaps at Fightful.com. I, you know, I, I almost think, you know, Finn Balor has that history of IWGP junior heavyweight and all that stuff, but he was drafted so high, I don't think that they would use him for that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That because I don't know how seriously they're going to take it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Enzo's in the tag division. Um, I don't know if Sami Zayn makes the weight or not because they they enforce it. They made these guys do weigh-ins at the cruiserweight classic events. Yeah, well, bro, you know we we've seen a pattern. There's a lot of things they don't see through. This sounds great on paper, you know. I mean, the the audience that they're catering to, their little niche audience, they're going to get all excited over this. Let's just see how it pans out. Yeah, excited to check that out. Yeah, one of those cruiserweight classic guys had to cut like twenty pounds to make that weight. Pretty, pretty insane for a work sport. But you'll have that. Maybe he what should take on. Maybe he should take on it. He should take on it. Also, you know, nobody's ever failed a drug test for on it. Everybody getting popped these days. There you go. Um, so th- these also the announced team had a major shakeup. You aware of this? Yeah, I, I I heard about this. So Lawler's out, right? Lawler's out. He's joining uh, Booker T on the pre-show, right? And Rog- there was no place for Ronaldo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ronaldo. Ronaldo is on SmackDown. He is with JBL and David Otunga. Oh, oh okay. Cole. All right. Well, that's yeah. good, bro. That's good. Mike, Michael Cole is on Raw. Right. He is with Corey Graves and Byron Saxton. And I think I kind of oh. understand this. A lot of people wanted. Corey Graves with Mauro Ronaldo because Corey Graves is just unbelievable. But I see what they're doing here. It's not, it's not, you know, it's pretty transparent. Graves with Cole, an experienced guy. Ronaldo, he's experienced, but JBL within WWE circles, experienced. Otunga and Saxton are like mirror images of one another. They just say, they're just here to say, you know, well, I don't agree with that. And then they don't say anything else. Yeah, yeah. What well, do you think I, the shakeup and the idea to take uh, Jerry Lawler out? Well, I, I mean, I, well, you know, well, I, I don't know, bro. Listen, I think I, 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 I personally like, I, bro. I'm not a big fan of JBL. I, you know, just on on color. I mean, I'm I'm just not. I, I don't know, bro. You know, they they talk about a new era, and this guy's talking about references. Old, you know, older than me, like old, like bro. I bring up you know, ancient references all the time. He He brings brings up up Gary Cooper. And I was like, the only reason I know who Gary Cooper is is because he was mentioned in a song from the 80s that was in a movie from the 2000s. That's the only way I know who he is. Yeah, so like I would much, much rather prefer Lola over him. But I I am glad that Rinaldi has a big spot on uh, SmackDown because I like him a lot. Rinaldo. Rinaldo. You know what's funny to me? I mentioned this yesterday on the show. Bobby Heenan was deemed too old by the WWE at like 56 years old when they bought WCW. Yeah. Now, granted, his health went downhill very quickly after that, and he may have known that. Jerry Lawler was finally deemed too old at 66. And Bobby Heenan, one of the better commentators of all time. Um, Also, I'm very excited to not hear JBL calling cruiserweight matches. Because that would be just the most yep. miserable thing to listen to. However, as I'm sure you've noticed, Vince, 
people, they really up their game when they work right beside Mauro Ranallo. Jerry Lawler did it. David Otunga was pretty passable, so I'm hoping that happens too. Yeah. But um, people really up their game, and I'm hoping that JBL does that because I thought that he used to be really good on commentary when he first started out. Yeah, maybe, bro. If it, if it makes him better, all, all the better. You know, I mean, I hope that does happen. Now, these SmackDown picks, were you surprised that they, they, they let Lesnar and Reigns slide so far, given their, their PED, or not PED issues, their drug test issues? No, because, you know, I mean, bro, what would it have said if they would have picked those guys first? Sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, so, I mean, I, don't, I really don't think they had, a, they had a choice in the matter. Also, I'm going to look at this draft center. We'll have a little fun with this. Guys, when we have Vince on these shows, we're going to have some fun in the future. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to have a segment called Wikipedia True or False with several stars, and we're going to do a live one with Vince Russo, where I run through his Wikipedia page and we find out how much of this is true or false. I also thought about Vince, and I'd have to get clearance from you. You know, you're blamed for some storylines here and there, right? Yeah. Some of which you had nothing to do with. Some of which I was working for other companies. Yeah. So I thought we would do a segment in the future called. I had nothing to do with it, bro. Let's do it. Where, where it, you? Uh, it doesn't matter, bro, because you know, the, the, I, I say I had nothing. I've been saying I had nothing to do with certain things for over a decade, but people still like to say I had something to do with it. So, yeah. well, well, we'll have some fun with it. Why not? That's what we're here for. Yeah. But um, what I want to do is run through this list list of draftees, and we will discuss. You know, maybe maybe the best case scenario. What you could do to revamp some of these guys that have been just thrown by the wayside, just beaten down, what what can be done, best case scenario. Now, none of these guys may not be world champions, but with the roster split in half, something's got to be done with some of these guys. The first thing that sticks out to me is one Alberto Del Rio, Vince. Mm-hmm. They signed this guy to a big contract that had him beat John Cena. Since then, not much. What do you what do you see in his future, and how can they how can they fix this guy? Well, bro, the good thing here's the good thing. If you want to talk about the good thing of splitting talent and brands and this, that, and the other thing, is hopefully it will force the creative teams to focus on on a less number of individuals. That's what you have to hope for when it comes to a pure thoroughbred wrestler. Bro, Del Rio's got to be at the top of that list. And, and that, that's the problem, bro. You're going to be faced with a lot of these guys. A lot of damage has been done. So it's, it's not like starting at ground zero. You're starting at about ground minus 100 because you, you've damaged these people. So before you can start at ground zero, you got to get to ground zero and then work your way up. But, I mean, my God, bro, I don't know if there's anybody on the roster that looks more like a world-class athlete slash wrestler than Alberto Del Rio. He was an exceptional wrestler. He was a decent MMA fighter at that. Um, This guy, he wants to be a babyface so bad. You can tell he wants to be a babyface. I would, you know, I would play off of that. Play off of the reason he got fired. Say that he did it for his heritage. Do something. Give this guy some fire. Give him some mic time. He's a naturally charismatic dude. When the crowd is out there chanting C, 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 you'll have people all the time saying, oh, well, he's not over the chance over. Doesn't matter. They're out there making noise. Right. Perception is reality. 
And right. if people are out there going crazy for this guy, run with it. Yep. Run with yep. it. You also have a name who, man, I thought they really dropped the ball with this guy a couple of years ago with the fake retirement speech. And he's not going to be on the show much, but you know, you could always use him for that angry old man role, Mark Henry. Do you remember that fake retirement speech he did on John Cena? Yeah, I, I did. I, I wasn't watching at the time, but I went back and I watched that promo. Yeah, man, that was that was unbelievable stuff, and I really liked it. Um, now they can't do that over again, obviously, but you know he he was drafted, and I I was under the impression his contract was up soon. You think they can get any more out of Mark Henry, or is it just too little, too late? Bro, they can get out of anybody whatever they want to get out of anybody. But the fact of the matter is, you know, he's not going to be on their priority list. Uh, you know, bro, we did the whole sexual chocolate thing because I, I, I found out in working with Mark Henry, the guy had a phenomenal personality. You yes. know, he wasn't just this strong man. He had a great sense of humor. He knew how to play a character well, so we took advantage of that. I don't think they're going to do that at this stage in the game, you know, with Mark Henry. He's going to be a job guy, and, you know, that's that's going to be the extent of it, which is unfortunate because I think you can get something out of everybody. Yeah, if, if this were SmackDown, I could see them having him go in a little bit of a run, like a little bit of a tear just running through jobbers. And then they get somebody over. They get like a Baron Corbin over on him or or, you know, Maybe a baby face over on him, but on Raw, I don't see that happening at all. Braun Strowman was split from the Wyatt family. Now, a couple of things. He, he's not a great worker, but I'll say this. Whenever he gets the opportunity to, to bump, this guy bumps his ass off. It's crazy. Like in that Wyatt family compound match uh, around the Royal Rumble, you could tell that you could tell that he had been somewhere practicing to be eliminated from that Royal Rumble because he's a big dude. So, you know, he's got to practice going over that top rope. What's in his future? Is anything in his future? Uh, you know, one time they wanted him to be a big star. Now, bro, Strowman's on what? Raw. And where, where's Corbin? SmackDown. See, yeah, see, bro, that's like I don't, I, I, I don't know a lot. Like, bro, I would love to see two, two, like, two people that could be perceived as two badass heels. Like, get in an old-fashioned program where they just beat the living crap out of each other, bro. And, like, you know, the audience earns the respect of both guys. Then all of a sudden, when all is said and done, they're, they're, they're united because of what, what the respect they have for each other. Th- th- that's how you would get people like that over. You know I mean, bro? What, what are you going to get Strowman over in a program with without beating Dolph Ziggler? You know, that that's what you got to do, bro. You, you got to think outside of the box. You just can't book guys in matches and then and then convince yourself that putting them over gets them over when everybody know that's that's not true. So, man, I would just love to see something different, you know, just two heels killing each other, throwing a rule book out the window. I mean, just something like that, you know. There's a guy, you know, WWE tries really hard to be politically correct. They're afraid to attack. You know, they're afraid to offend people. They really, really are. And I think a guy who has suffered so bad from that is gold dust. I remember in 1996, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's around the time where, where being gay was becoming a little more acceptable, but nowhere near what it is now. But, you know, the, the Razor Ramon gold dust gimmick, mm-hmm. that whole thing. I lived, you know, I was 
a kid in Kentucky. I didn't know anybody that ever had acted like that. And it, I was like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. And because they're, they're afraid to attack that, they're afraid to the reactions they'll get. Goldust has really been neutered into a comedy character when there is nothing that he did back then that he could not do now. Not only that, it could almost have a reverse effect. If somebody did get too offended by just how he acted, if he wasn't coming on to them, that could portray him as a heel, like a xenophobic heel. But they're afraid of portraying on-screen talents on an entertainment program as xenophobic or abusive or it's it's weird. They're they're television characters that they try to portray as real people, but they say entertainment at every point. Yeah. Why do you think that is, Vince? Do you think well, it sponsors? Like what what's going yeah, on? It was that bro, first of all, the, the whole idea behind Goldust was he was playing on people's homophobic fears. That was yeah. the whole idea, bro. He wasn't gay. He and bro, the whole the whole idea was the whole acting thing. And we went to the Oscars and all that. We were basically saying he's acting. You know, he's playing off the home. We we told that story, but because sponsors wanted to pull out and everything, you know, people got cold feet. Bro, he would have been one of the biggest heels of all time. He yeah. he was on a roll and he was climbing that ladder. He would have been one of the biggest heels of all time. But I will tell you this. You know, Sean, one of the most intricate characters I ever had to write for where every single word had to be crafted. And, you know, he was he was so good, Dustin, that he was able to pull it off. I, I just don't think they have that capability to do this today. You know, ba- based on what I see, uh, I just don't think they have the capability to do something like that, even though it would be phenomenal. They never approach anything. You have Darren Young, who... Isn't right. isn't playing like a stereotypical gay person like you saw in like the eighties and nineties on television? Like, what if you had just a Rusev or somebody you know feel uncomfortable around Darren Young, and that led to a feud? Bro, what? You had, go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. And, and then you have Bob Backlund come out there and cut a promo on Rusev, say this is 2016. Get over yourself. Well, bro, what if better yet, what if you had Backlund not know and then let back, you know what I'm saying? I mean, bro, there's so many freaking things you could do with it. And bro, there's so many things you could do with it to put a positive spin on it. But, but that see, bro, that's the problem. Every idea has to come down to Vince McMahon and it's 70 years old, bro. He's just not capable of opening up his mind and thinking that way. That So everything comes back to him, bro. That's why you never see anything so outside of the freaking box. It's And really the thing is it wouldn't be that outside of the box. It would be outside of the box for WWE to do it. Right, right. Of course. Exactly, I mean, you, bro. He, I mean, you don't have to have Darren Young out there. Portray, you know, speaking with a lisp and things of that nature. I mean, bro, you're, I, I can remember, you know, vividly, you know, when Ellen came out of the closet on, on, on her show. Bro, we, we're talking, that, that was 20 years ago now. 20 yeah. freaking years ago, bro. You, you have people, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, you know, I hate network sitcoms because they're usually really corny. I watch this Brooklyn Nine-Nine show with Andy Samberg, and their captain is gay. And you would never, you would never know it, like, based on the stereotypical portrayal. And you know what? 
that has gotten Brooklyn Nine-Nine a lot of positive attention for their portrayal of a gay character. Why not do that in the WWE? And, bro, that's the thing. At the end of the day, you want people talking about you. Bro, is there going to be any any water cooler talk over a cruiserweight division? There might be. No, no, there won't. Maybe where you work, Sean. Okay, outside of where you work. I work right. Vince. This is water cooler talk to me. Well, that's what I'm talking about. You and your wife are going to be getting a glass of water tonight. And you're going to be talking to her about the the, the, the cruiserweight division. That's I'm not what gonna I'm be talking, talking about, about any wrestling tonight because it's Thursday and it's my night off. So I'm not talking about any wrestling tonight. Well, what about what about um uh so uh TNA's not added to your calendar? Uh, Ryan covers that. I watch that later. Okay. Ryan, our uh, great correspondent Ryan Cook uh, covers that Wednesdays. I kind of have the night off. I don't do play-by-play of any shows. I'll do occasional Ring of Honor pay-per-views, and I do play-by-play of uh, UFC pay-per-views. And then I do the news. I do the podcasts. I update the site. You know, I direct traffic, things of that nature. But uh, I don't do any play-by-play. I think personally that I need fresh people for play-by-play because, in my opinion, if you've covered play-by-play for years in a row like I have – it gets it gets to be a little you know challenging for you, but yeah, I, I definitely I hear that, bro. So what I what I hope to do is have these guys do play by play, make it fresh for these people, and if it gets to the point to where you know it gets challenging for them to do it, I might have them switch shows or uh, what or you know maybe do more new stuff. But yeah, trying to keep things fresh here at Fightful.com. By the way, if you all haven't visited Fightful.com, please do so. Site's not finished. We're hoping by tomorrow, um, waiting to get an update on that. But we will have forums. Our comment board will be updated. We're going to have registered user, uh, like premium content, absolutely free. You'll never have to pay a dime, no credit card. You just register on the site, and you'll have access to uh, my podcast with Vince every week, my podcast with Showdown Joe every week. Um, They will remain on YouTube, but we will unlist some of them. That way we can give them to you as uh, registered uh, members only content also vince does uh, a lot of writing for us as well as the showdown joe uh i have a feature coming out later today that may normally go under that section about chris cyborg of the ufc and invicta wanting her own division which i think is ludicrous uh yeah we, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up on fightful.com we cover mma boxing pro wrestling and the crossover that happens there i don't think anybody covers the crossover in those three Better than Fightful.com. Also, there are tabs on the site. If you do not give a single shit about MMA or wrestling, you can filter that out. Pretty cool stuff. So we talk about WWE going outside of the box, Vince. Um, A lot of these guys are people, Jack Swagger, every time I see him. And he's another guy, where where are you here? Well, Well, he's not over the chance over. I don't care. If you've got a guy that you've beaten down as much as Jack Swagger, and people are making noise in his general vicinity, I would try to use that to at least get somebody over, build a program to get somebody over. If you're not going to get him over, why do you think they're so hesitant to do that? And do you think, I mean, we, we've, you, you, I know you've said you don't think it'll necessarily change. Is there any hope for it to change? No. Sean, I'll tell you what. I love your way of thinking. I really do, bro. And you would, Sean, let me tell you something. I mean this. You'd be a, you'd be a good booker. You really would, bro. I've heard some of your ideas, and I like I like the way you think. You have a very open mind, bro. I had Adam Rose uh, and and even um, Sandow, you know, on, on the show recently, bro. They made it clear 
when when you when you're in the WWE, you, 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 you're put in a spot. You're you're in a spot. They they wedge you into a spot, bro, and it's almost impossible to get out of that spot. So unfortunately, let's look at the people you name, bro. Jack Swagger. In their mind, he's in his spot. Mark Henry is in his spot in their mind. Um, Alberto Del Rio is is in their spot. That's why they're not going to do anything with these guys, which is ridiculous, Sean, because when you have a roster, you should be trying to get everybody on that roster over. The more people you get over, the more money everybody's going to make, the more people are going to watch. But the fact that they've got people sl- uh, you know, slotted in to certain positions, that's how they're thinking, bro. That's not going to change. I think that's a shame because Stone Cold Steve Austin was a guy who I wouldn't say beaten down by WCW because he really wasn't beaten down by WCW. There were some questionable, like him losing a match in like 20 seconds deals, but he was a guy who was given several title runs, but was never that, that top guy. And he came to WWE and he became the biggest thing ever. Yep. And, ever. There, and, and there were no plans for him ever to be ever. It was Kevin all Nash organic. Was, Kevin Nash was in a wizard outfit. Yep. In WCW. Yep. All organic, but, bro. Hey, one thing I noticed though, Vince, it 3.75 years after Kevin Nash performed in Ninja Turtles 2 as Super Shredder, he became WWF champion. There you go, bro. Three that that means years. that Sheamus only has about 1,299 more days to go. There you go. After his Ninja Turtles role. He's coming back, you guys. Year-long reign. It's going to happen. Uh, by the way, guys, if you all didn't check out our MMA podcast with Showdown Joe last night, check that out. Showdown Joe, extremely well-connected in the MMA community. We spoke about all the headlines. I'm talking John Jones, TJ Dillashaw ripping the UFC, uh, Brock Lesnar's USADA test. I'll talk about uh, that with Vincent a little bit because we've got to talk a little MMA technically on each show. Uh, all kinds of headlines. We previewed, previewed this weekend's UFC on Fox show. Lots of stuff. Vince, were you surprised that Vince or that Brock Lesnar was flagged for a potential United States anti-doping agency a violation? Two of them, actually. No, I mean, bro, no. I mean, I don't know how anybody could be surprised. I mean, bro, listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm not educated in that area. but And I'm sure, you know what, bro, maybe there are people walking around like Brock Lesnar that are clean. But I just find like I, I just find that hard to believe, bro. I, I mean, you know, so no, I you know. Human beings are generally not that big without a little yeah. help. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I look at this up, up what is it, Apollo Cruz, bro? Yeah. I I mean, come on, bro, stop. <laughs> uh generally, that's why I mean there are not a lot of heavyweights and not a lot of great heavyweight fighters in MMA because people are not two hundred and sixty-five pounds. Naturally, usually. Yeah. And a few years ago when Brock Lesnar was was running things in the UFC, you could tell people were pumping themselves full of steroids uh, just to get up to his level. Yeah. You had Shane Carwin who you know was involved in a in a PED scandal. Frank Mir, who went from like 240 to 265 in a year. That ain't right. Uh, you had Alistair Overeem, like 265 as well, when he used to compete at 205 pounds. Get out of here. Come on. Um, yeah, I want to say it didn't surprise me, but I was surprised when I got the news somehow. I just somehow thought that this 
<laughs> either he would be too smart or he was just a mutant. But I, I'm not – I can't say that I'm surprised that anybody fails anymore because yeah. everybody is doing – Yeah. Nate Diaz, he caught a lot of flack for saying that Nate Diaz, another guy you would like. You would love the Diaz brothers. They just asked, and he just said, everybody's on steroids. And that was that. And that, that's, you know, it seems to be proving true with each passing day. Uh, yeah. Any, any of the – are there any sleeper picks out of this draft that you think they can turn their career around with a brand split? Or are there any – Names that you think jump off the page that really benefit from this brand split? Bro, the only one I always say, because I can't, bro, I can't believe they're missing the mark. And it's like they have to get it sooner or later. And I just, I can't believe it's gone on for this long. But I I mean, bro, I'm just going to say Bray Wyatt again. But but it goes right back to, bro, they had the big fight at the compound. And nothing came out of that. They, they were had, doing a 10-man tag the next week. The next two weeks, they're having regular wrestling matches again. I just I find it so hard to believe that they've not made this guy a mega, mega superstar. So he, he forever is going to stand out to me because sooner or later, they're going to have to hit pay dirt. Now, Eric Rowan is with him on SmackDown. Braun Strowman is not. Luke Harper was not eligible for the draft. Where do you think the Wyatt family goes from here? Do you think this was a way for them to kind of get Strowman away? He's not that useful to them. So I mean, I don't, bro, is, is a Wyatt family two people? That's that's very true. I mean, they could they could always add somebody to it. Yeah, I guess. They, I I think, bro. You know, I think they should Rowan give him a little bit of a makeover. Let's see what the guy looks like shaven. Let's let's come up with something creative and leave. leave let, just let Bray go because they haven't been able to figure it out with a family. Let's let's try him on his own and put all the focus and energy into him and see what we can come up with. Maybe they can put Zack Ryder in there. Um. Well, I mean, they did kind of let... Well, can I ask uh, you a question? Sure. And I can't look at this subjectively, so I'm going to ask you. Okay? Sure. Because you're a very subjective young man, Sean Rossap. I am. Is Stephanie McMahon the most annoying person on TV? On TV. Forget, forget Raw. Forget USA Network. I'm talking about on TV. Bro, she... I wish is- they would... Go ahead. Sorry. Who's more annoying than Stephanie? Mc- bro, it's like it's like it's like nails on the chalkboard with her, bro. If they would give a wrestler the push they give her, they'd be the hottest thing on TV. They'd be the biggest star. Because oh, she God. and I'll tell you what pissed me off. Really pissed me off. She did a Q and A on Facebook a few weeks ago, and she goes, "Somebody asked her if she preferred to be a babyface or a heel, and she, she says heel over. She gets people over as a heel. She gets people over, and she gets her comeuppance. And I'm like, when? When does that happen? Vicky bro, Guerrero a few years ago on her last night. Bro, Vicky's gone. Bro, you know into and to me the most embarrassing thing, especially exactly. like when you look at when you look at something like the, like the draft and she's up there with Mick and everything. Bro, she tries to be funny. She doesn't have one funny bone in her body, so it, it comes across as embarrassing. It's freaking embarrassing, bro. It's like, but here's how clueless Vince McMahon is. Like, bro, you're not going to protect your own daughter by herself. So, so that tells me Vince thinks it's funny. 
and Vince thinks it's great. And I know that to be a fact, bro, because when I went back in 19, when I almost went back in 2002, she wasn't on TV at the time. And Vince McMahon was trying to come up with every scenario possible to get his precious daughter back on TV. So you 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 know he's putting her over. You know he's telling her how great she is and what a great job she's doing. Bro, she is the most annoying person on TV. Period. End of story. Yeah, that really rubbed me the wrong way when she said that uh, that she gets people over and she gets her come up and because yeah. I can't remember really when. Uh, she slaps the hell out of everybody. Like poor Tom Phillips a few months ago, just got his, had to have had his bell rung by that. Uh, it's just, it's yeah. unfortunate. And yeah. they, they, they gotta get, they gotta get the in ring people over. They gotta get people who actually work on their show over that. Is there any Stephanie McMahon merchandise out there? No. I mean, there probably is actually, there probably is a yeah, lot of I'm it. Sure. There is bro. I'm Are sure you kidding me? They're probably selling that raw dress on, uh, yeah, on the shop now. Eh, eh. Did so, as mentioned, SmackDown beat Raw in the ratings first time since two thousand three. Thirteen years. You said that outside. You said that when Monday Night Football starts, that'll happen. Do you envision this being a regular thing, even when Monday Night Football isn't going? Uh, SmackDown does have. They have Randy Orton. They have. Uh, John Cena, people know about, and you know to a lesser extent, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, things of that nature. How do you see them handling that? Is is this well, going to be an even ratings war? Yeah, well, it's, I think it is going to be even, bro, because you talk about when football's over. Well, if, if football's on and they're consistently. Uh, you know, I mean, at least even or beating Raw. You know, one once football's over, they're still going to have that momentum. So it would it would really take a while for Raw to overcome that if that becomes the pattern. So yeah, bro, I I, I think they're going to be pretty even. I hope so, and like like I've said before, I hope it it causes some competition. I really do because it's something that these shows desperately need. Uh, you know what's going to be interesting is to hear the backstage squabbles that go on over which NXT talents in the future they get called up get to go where. Yeah. Like, do they do an NXT draft every so often? Like, how will that work? Uh, because, you know, there might be a person that the Raw team wants that goes to SmackDown and vice versa. But uh, I know one thing. I'm still it – left, it's left a very bad taste in my mouth that – they drafted Paige to Raw, Carmella to SmackDown when they could have just easily swapped the two. And even if they don't have anything to do with each other on TV, Alberto Del Rio and Paige could have at least had a better road experience. E-G-O, bro. That's all it is, is ego. And 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 and, and I, I really hope, bro, honestly, I hope people like Paige. I hope people like Alberto Del Rio. I really hope that makes them understand and realize who they're working for. And, and quite frankly, at the end of the day, it ain't worth it because basically, do, do you want to work for somebody that's just going to screw with your life? That's really what it comes down to because they can for no other reason, bro, but because they can. And I just I, I hope I hope they they realize who they're working for. I was I was hoping we were all past this, too. I was hoping that, you know, because they did this a lot with the draft previously. They would intentionally just split people up and split couples up. And I was like, okay, 
I've been told by numerous wrestlers that, you know, the locker room is much different than it was even five years ago. That when a lot of these older guys kind of went away, that uh, the locker room changed and you, it's a lot lighter. But it's also, I, I don't like the notion of working the talent. Let these people know where they're going beforehand. Is it that hard yeah, that's silly, to let bro. these people who are going to change their lives and are giving their bodies? It's in very bad taste to work the boys, Vince. Yeah, well, I would just love to know the logic behind that. Like, I would love, I would love them to explain to me why they thought it was a good idea to work the boys, bro. This is a television show. This is a scripted work television show. There's actors and actresses. So I would love to explain to me, you know, why, why, you know, bro, if you're working the boys over an angle, that's one thing because, you know, you're, you're trying to kayfabe it and you don't want to let the truth out, but to, to work them in something like a draft, uh, I, I would save it for something that's a little bit more important. So quickly before we go, which show, if you had to watch one every Don't week? even ask, bro. Smackdown's two hours. And that, that's why people are going to be drawn to SmackDown, bro. They're going to sit there for Raw for three hours. SmackDown is going to move quicker, and that's why they're going to leave Raw to go to SmackDown. Couldn't agree more. Um, before we go, tell them about the brand, Vince. Yeah, you can follow me on the brand. I got a website, russosbrand.com, and I am on Podcast One with a different theme show Monday through Friday every day. Please check out my show. One other thing, Sean, I want to plug to that I'm very, very proud of. Uh, on my YouTube channel, I started a series called The Business of the Business. I saw it. I watched the first episode. Yeah. And I believe it's it's what wrestling fans really want to see. You know, we, we all know it's a work. We, we, we all understand that. We're all adults. But this is really what goes into putting a wrestling show together behind the scenes. We're up to episode three right now. It's free on YouTube. If you really want to you know, know about the inside workings of the business, that's a place, a great place to go. Also, I love the, the colored shirt system as like the belt yeah. system for trainees. Yeah. I thought that was genius. Yeah. We might I'm steal a black that shirt. I'm a black shirt, by the way. Uh, Sean, I'm a- <laughs> uh, are you? See, here, here's the problem. Like I would steal that for our gym and have our MMA coaches kind of do that, catch wrestling coaches. But the unfortunate thing is we've already mass produced black and red shirts and sold them <laughs> to our team. Yeah. So we, we kind of went in reverse order. But uh, Vince, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, guys, I will be back probably tomorrow. I may up and change my mind and do it today. I don't know. But I promised you all I would do um, a show talking about Cruiserweight Classic, NXT, uh, Lucha Underground if I ever watch it. Uh, any other questions about the site? I know a lot of you have a lot of questions about the site. If you all want to ask me about wrestling writing, I don't care. I don't care. But uh, – That's coming tomorrow, but until next time, guys, we are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.